Welcome to the Simply Financial Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Calandra. On today's episode, I want to talk about the 4% rule. Uh, The 4% rule, what is it? Uh, The rule, and I'm going to say this in air quotes. I'll finish up talking about the air quotes part at the end. But the 4% rule says that you can provide a steady stream of income while also maintaining an account balance that keeps income flowing through retirement. Simply put, the 4% rule is a withdrawal rate that we can use in preparing for retirement income. So let's use an example. It might be easier. Uh, A $1 million portfolio, as an example, using the 4% rule would tell you that a quote-unquote safe withdrawal rate would be 4%, meaning that you could generate $40,000 in annual income from a $1 million portfolio. This 4% rule became very popular in the mid to late 1990s and has continued to be in wide usage in financial services. The history of the rule was that it was created using historical data on the stock and bond markets and their returns over a 50-year period that period being from 1926 to 1976. The rule, the original rule, uh, recommends a balanced portfolio of 50% in stocks and 50% in short-term treasuries. The allocation part of the 4% rule isn't really adhered to today. This is 25 years later. Things have sort of evolved over time. The 4% rule in terms of the withdrawal rate, that is commonly used. The asset allocation, less so. I think I would describe it more like commonly people will use a generic notion of a portfolio that has a mix of stocks and bonds and doesn't strictly go back to the original 50% in stocks and 50% in treasuries. The corollary to this, by the way, is if you're looking to accumulate a nest egg, you can use the 4% rule, just change it around to the 25 times multiple. Because if you wanted to have a $40,000 income, you take $40,000 times 25, That would tell you, using the 4% rule, you would need $1 million. And so you can use this rule, this formula, in a few different ways. And during the accumulation phase, where you're trying to build up your nest egg, that 25 times rule, it's a corollary, uh, is often put into play. The rule, this 4% rule, and I said air quotes at the beginning, because I would generally describe it not so much as a rule, but a rule of thumb, maybe a guideline. It is under significant pressure today, even though it's widely used, widely talked about, uh, it's under pressure. It's under pressure for a few reasons. Uh, Clearly, 1926 to 1976 was a very different world than the one we live in in many ways. We also are in an interest rate environment where interest rates are near zero. I mean, you virtually get no money in the bank and the bond interest rate environment is totally different than what we've seen over the majority of the United States' history. 
We also are dealing with longer life expectancies, and we're using this 4% rule in many instances with people that are retiring or starting income at younger ages, meaning that the rule, the income stream, needs to last sometimes on both ends for longer than originally thought about when it was analyzed back in the mid-1990s. So I want to talk more about this rule. In this next episode, I'm going to invite on Senior Regional Vice President from Pacific Life, Kristen McGarry. And we're going to talk a little bit about this some more, including some of the limits to this rule that we want to make you aware of, as well as some of the applications, how it can be helpful in planning. It's not all good. It's not all bad. It is a good a good thing to refer to in trying to plan things out. We use it here at Elliott Wealth Management Services, again, as a guideline, not as a strict rule. So I wanted to give you the basics. You may be familiar with it already, but that's the 4% rule. I'll be back with you on the next episode of the Simply Financial Podcast very soon. Again, talking more about the 4% rule. In the meantime, check out my website, ElliottWealth.com. You could find more information about the work we do here, the team, and you could sign up for a complimentary consultation if you're not a client and you'd like to talk about your retirement planning. Thanks so much. The views expressed are not necessarily the opinion of Sage Point Financial Incorporated and should not be construed directly or indirectly as an offer to buy or sell any securities mentioned herein. Investing is subject to risks, including loss of principal invested. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. No strategy can assure a profit nor protect against loss. Please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon when coordinated with individual professional advice. Please note the information being provided is strictly as a courtesy. When you link to any of the websites provided here, you are leaving this website. We make no representation as to the completeness or accuracy of the information provided at these websites, nor is the company liable for any direct or indirect technical or system issues or any consequences arising out of your access to your use of third-party technologies websites, information, and programs made available through this website. When you access one of these websites, you are leaving our website and assume total responsibility and risk for your use of the websites you are linking to. Securities and advisory services are offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC, insurance services offered through Elliott Wealth Management, LLC, not affiliated with Sage Point Financial.